IRA conversion rules you may not know. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's advent, a specific five-year Roth IRA conversion rule most people don't know of. So Roth IRA conversions um, are always a, a nice controversial topic. It's probably the topic I have the most fun with. It's also the topic I probably get the most questions on from clients, maybe other than prohibited transactions. Why? Why do I like it? Because number one, there's no right or wrong answer. So that's always good, uh, especially uh, as a former, well, as a lawyer, tax attorney. I say former because I don't practice law anymore, but um, it's always great to debate with clients uh, about a question where there's really no right or wrong answer, right? That's the best part of being a lawyer. You can always CYA. So why is there no right or wrong answer with conversions? Because you just don't know what the future holds, right? If I convert, convert um, Apple stock, if I convert a piece of real estate, if I convert Bitcoin, if I convert gold at today's value, the idea is that the value will go up in the future, but we do not know what the future is. Even chat GPT cannot guarantee the future at this point, or even disclose what the future will be. So there's a couple of factors that one should consider if one is contemplating a Roth IRA conversion, like number one, can you afford to pay the tax on the conversion, right? Do you have the money around? It's great to do everything in Roth and get all your pre-tax to Roth. Why? Once you're 59 and a half and the Roth's open at least five years, which I'll get into that five-year rule, it's all tax-free. So that's the play to get pre-tax to Roth, where if you take IRA distributions from a pre-tax IRA, after 59 and a half, you still pay income tax on what you pull out. You escape the 10% early distribution penalty, but you do not pay, uh, but you still have to pay tax. So obviously getting into the Roth world is super advantageous. So how do you do that? Well, you do a Roth conversion. Now, since 2010, there's no income limitations for conversions. Anyone, whether you're uh, Elon Musk or, or me, anyone can do Roth conversions. What do you think about when you do a Roth conversion? So as I mentioned, you got to be able to pay the tax because whatever you convert, whether it's stocks, cash, assets, that's added to your other income on your 1040. So let's say you make $80,000 as an accountant and now you convert 40,000, you now pay tax on 120. So your tax bracket will go up. So you got to be able to pay the tax on that extra amount. Uh, number two, how old are you? you know, are you 90 or are you 30? Obviously the younger you are, conversions have more value. There's more potential for tax-free growth. Thirdly, what's your tax bracket today? Is it super high? super low. Maybe you have a lot of losses, a lot of NOLs, or you just didn't work much this year. Just kind of play golf all year and had an off year. Maybe you have some room to take in more income. What do you think your tax bracket will be when you retire? Right? No one knows what your tax bracket will be at 72 or 62. But do you think you'll be retired? Will you be a professor and just retire on some Social Security, some savings? Or do you think you're going to work hard till you die? And, always be at a relatively high tax bracket. That matters, right? If you think you're gonna have a low, low tax bracket at 70 or 60, then maybe conversion doesn't make as much sense because you're gonna have a low tax rate. So like, who cares, right? So you pay 15, 20% on the conversion, on the, excuse me, on the income when you pull out it in 60, 65, it's not horrible versus 35 or 40%. Then 
having a Roth is, is a lot more valuable, where your tax rate is 35 to 40% versus 10 to 15%. Um, so, so those are all the things. And ultimately, the, the, the final, probably the most important one, other than can you afford the taxes, do you have faith in what you're doing? <laughs> like, is this a long shot? Like, hey, I'm buying uh, Zimbabwe bonds or I'm investing in a business in Venezuela or uh, buying into uh, you know, a project in Lebanon uh, versus, hey, this is a great AI uh, startup that I think will, will grow or it's Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin is going to go to 200,000. So you have to have a lot of faith uh, in, in what you're investing in because the horror side of conversions is you convert at X dollars. Let's say you, you buy uh, Silicon Valley Bank at you know, $40 two years ago, and now it's worth zero. So you just paid Uncle Sam tax at $40, and now you got $0 left. So that's obviously not a great situation. So what do you need to know about? What are the peculiar rules you need to know about for conversion? So I said the basics are this. You pay tax on the fair market value. It's added to your 1040. You can take into account obviously losses and what other income you have, but that's what determines your tax rate. So the other, these are the two rules people don't understand. Now, if you do a conversion, can you just pull the money out and use it? Well, the answer is yes and no. More of no right or wrong answer. Well, there is a right or wrong answer. If you're under 59 and a half and you do a Roth conversion, you still have to wait to your five years, you still have to wait to your 59 and a half to do the conversion and get the tax-free distribution. So if I'm 55 years old and I do a Roth IRA conversion, I can't pull the converted amount out. I still have to be 59 and a half and have five years. Whereas if I'm over 59 and a half, I could pull the converted amount out anytime I want. Okay, which seemingly doesn't make a lot of sense, right? You're under 59 and a half. Why do you still have to do the 59 and a half five-year rule for the whole amount? Whereas if I'm over 59 and a half, I just need to wait five years to pull the earnings out. The converted amount I can always pull out. And I guess they didn't want people messing around, right? Doing conversions at 45 and just pulling all the money out. Um, so under 59 and a half to do a raw conversion, five years, 59 and a half to pull up the converted amount out. Over 59 and a half, you can pull the converted amount out, but the earnings are five years. Now, there's a difference between converted amount and earnings. Converted amount is this. Here's an example. I have $40,000 in cash, pre-tax IRA I want to convert. The converted amount is the 40K. Now I buy Apple stock and that $40,000 in a year is now worth 50. This $10,000, the growth is the earnings. And there you have to wait 59 and a half in five years if you're under 59 and a half. If you're over 59 and a half, you just have to wait the five years to pull the earnings out. The 40K, if you're over 59 and a half, you can pull out anytime you want. If you're under 59 and a half, you still got to do the five and five years, 59 and a half. Um, the five-year window is separate for each conversion. So if you convert in 22, it's a five-year on that conversion. If you convert in 24, it's another five-year on that conversion. Convert in 23, it's five-year on that. So the five-year window is per conversion. Whereas if you make a Roth IRA contribution, um, let's say you're... 57 years old, you put a dollar in a Roth IRA, and then six months later, you put a, a Roth IRA, you put a dollar in a different Roth IRA, and two years later, you put a dollar in a different Roth IRA. The five-year clock starts the first time you do a Roth IRA. They're not separate five-year clocks for your contr contribution. 
window. So there's the five-year window for contributions, which is separate than the five-year window for conversions. The five-year window for conversion is per conversion. And the five-year window for contributions is once you hit that five years, you're done, right? So if you're 18 years old, put a dollar in a Roth IRA and you're 60, you've solved the five years. Even if you just made another Roth IRA contribution at 59, you already satisfied the five years. So you can pull money out at 59 and a half, whatever you have in your Roth. Because you already satisfied the five years. The conversion is separate for each conversion. So if I convert it's June or July 2023, I convert 100K, I'm under 59 and a half. I have to wait till I'm 59 and a half. The five years will be done because I'm only 47 to pull all the money out. If I was 60, 65, and I convert 40K, I can pull that 40K out anytime I want, but the earnings on that 40K have to be five years and 59 and a half. And if I did another conversion in three years, I'd have to do another five year for that amount of that conversion. So you got to basically treat every converted amount as a separate bucket. And that five year window is per each separate bucket. So that's what I want to do today's podcast. That five year rule is like really misunderstood. It's actually kind of confusing because there's different rules for contributions, which is like money out of your pocket, 6,500 or 7,500 if you're over 50 and conversions where you take pre-tax and go to Roth. That is a separate five-year bucket for each conversion, whereas the contribution, once you hit five years, you're done. You don't have to satisfy it any longer. So hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Hope Roth conversions make a little bit more sense. Obviously, if you have questions, let us know. That's what I love to do. Love chatting with um, all of you, clients or not. I don't care. I'm happy to talk with you. If you have questions, submit a question, submit a comment. I do my best to get uh, through those comments as quick as possible. You can always email info at IRA Financial. Just say, you know, add bits, ask Adam. Uh, or just call uh, our amazing team. Uh, you can go to our website, IRA Financial Group, IRA Financial Trust, irafinancial.com. And we'd love to hear from you. you. Don't have to be a client. Just have a question and comment. Hopefully you will become a client because you'll be so enamored by our amazing team of experts. But either way, we're, we're just here to help. So appreciate you guys spending some time today. Hope. You have an amazing rest of your day. And this podcast drops every Tuesday, depending um, how busy we are. It's usually every Tuesday drop. So uh, hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day and take care.